0: evening, boys and girls. For once, you actually have a reasonable excuse to use Candyman voice tonight, too.
1: Yeah, damn right I do. Because it's a rare
0: appearance by Tony Todd. Very rare. It's not like he's done a lot of movies, right? No, only if we do the Candyman series and Final Destination. There
1: is a uh, 30-minute short film on Netflix called Splatter
0: that he's in. Uh, We won't be doing that.
1: Probably not.
0: It's a 30-minute short film?
1: And there's like six deaths in it. Ooh. Put that together. In 30 minutes? Yes.
0: And uh, maybe we'll check And they
1: out. are gory. Sounds like carnage candy to me. Just don't. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can if you want it, but it, you will probably turn it off halfway through.
0: Anyway. I'm just saying it's a good opportunity for you to use Candyman voice as much as you want.
1: Well. Fucking zombies. If you want, you, you got splatter because he is the main character in that one, sort of. Good evening, boys and girls. Tonight, I need to get rid of some fucking zombies.
0: <laughs> there we go. Because these motherfuckers just keep on coming. <laughs> well, maybe you should go in the cellar like, <laughs> like Cooper tells you to, damn it. Yeah,
1: well, everyone hates Cooper, so fuck him. And they he could have gotten him killed with his daughter.
0: That's true. Everybody loves Raymond, but everybody hates Cooper. <laughs> exactly. And everybody hates Chris also. Good show. Poor Chris. Um, well, if you I haven- got a brother named Chris. Do you? Yeah. Everybody hates him. <laughs> well, that's, that's a great show. <sighs> if you haven't guessed it and nobody has, we're reviewing Night of the Living Dead, the remake from 1990, with our favorite Candyman, Tony to- Todd. Tony Todd.
1: Shit, you know what? I think I may have watched the wrong movie. I don't you did know it that- again, man? First <clears throat> Buffy, now this? No, I'm pretty sure... Well, Buffy was you, for one.
0: Yeah, I watched the wrong... I watched the damn TV show, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure... Because I don't remember seeing Tony Todd. I remember seeing Dwayne Jones.
0: Dwayne Jones. Dwayne Jones. Who is Dwayne Jones? Ben. From 1968. You watched the black and white version, the original version... Come on, man. I specifically said the text, Night of the Living Dead, 1990. I said in parentheses in the text, 1990. How could you do this to me again, man?
1: Fine. We'll go with the one you watched. Let me go watch it real quick. I'll be right back.
0: All right. Well, folks, you can take a few minutes. Okay, I'm now. back. Wait. What I was going to do was I was going do a slide. I was like, all right. We're going <laughs> to pause the podcast. I'm going to edit it an hour and a half later. All right, never mind. It doesn't work. <laughs> well, that, all right, folks.
1: As for this five-second movie, people die.
0: And Nick very quickly watched the trailer and now he's up to speed. So.
1: Exactly. Like Barbara being a redhead. Fuck, why didn't we get that the, the original
0: Barbara? Because the original Barbara was a scared blonde. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely <laughs> so. Yes. Um, wasn't too much meat on the bones. I don't mean physically. I mean the character.
1: Yeah, I definitely mean the character too.
0: Yes. Um, There's definitely
1: a little bit more meat for Patricia Tallman's car- version of Barbara, definitely.
0: Absolutely, and so actually, let me take a moment and kind of give some background here on the movie. As I watched on the featurette on the Blu-ray, uh, Tom... Yeah, well, they explained that the original Night of Living Dead, the one that Nick may or may not watch, the black and white version from 1968... I actually like that version,
1: thank you very much.
0: I like it a lot. It's a classic in horror. Unfortunately for the creators, there was a copyright screw-up.
1: Those motherfuckers.
0: And they didn't get paid for it. Romero... No paid. Savani, no paid.
1: Please tell me Dwayne Jones at least got paid. He was great in that movie.
0: Dwayne Jones, no paid.
1: Go fuck yourself.
0: Nobody made money on it, and for years, they saw the, the movie grow in popularity, hit movie theaters plenty of times, but well, guess what? Those That money was going right in the pockets of the movie theater owners. Because no copyright.
1: Oh, I bet they wish that would happen again.
0: Oh, yeah. Movie th- cinemas, yeah. But there's only one way to make money off this movie to remake it with proper copyright so the band of uh band of creators for the original they all got together 22 years later and here we were now Romero though who was good friends with Savani although he wanted that money he didn't want to direct it again he wanted to be involved as a producer <clears throat> creatively but he trusted Savani to do Savani uh, I could say Savini Savini's is actually the right way he trusted Tom Savini to go ahead and take over the directing duties. Savini, of course, had done all the makeup for 78's Dawn of the Dead. Mm. So he was a trusted companion of And Romeo.
1: even was in 78's Dawn of the Dead.
0: And remember, Savini went from that straight to Friday the 13th.
1: Ooh, you know what? We need a review from Dust Till Dawn.
0: That's a good one also, yes. That feels very much a spiritual stepchild of these movies. Especially
1: since Savini... Has a belt buckle
0: shotgun. Now, Savini as an actor, I will not hype up, sir.
1: (laughs) I just like his fucking belt buckle.
0: I I don't know why he acts in movies. but Uh, His belt buckle,
1: that's why. All right, well, hey, listen, we're going to... He has a belt buckle. He has a gun built into his belt buckle. That thing was hilarious.
0: All right, folks, we're going to do this podcast simply to get (coughs) Nick stop talking about this damn magical belt buckle, all right? Belt buckle bullets. Sweet Jesus. Stop talking about them. (laughs) Anyways, um... So he trusts Savini to do the directing job here, and Savini's up for the task. And what we get is basically it's a remake that mostly keeps mostly it keeps most of the original in intact. It do, it doesn't want to upstage the original. It doesn't want to be an exact mimic. It wants to be its own thing, but still paying heavy respect to the original. So
1: what I will say about this movie is I definitely think that uh, Savini made better choices with certain characters that makes them either more likable or more hated. Because what I do remember of the 68 version is that, like, characters like Barbara, she was pretty much a wasted character. We follow her for most of the movie, and all she does is cry and cry. She doesn't even bitch and complain. She just cries.
0: She was a one-no character. There was no character arc. She didn't start off one way and then a different way so she was very one note
1: <clears throat> with the uh, '68 version of cooper i remember him obviously he's still unlikable however he also still had that sense of likability you could say from the 68 cooper yes whereas this one they made him as despicable as they fucking can
0: yeah they <laughs> wanted a true blue villain there <laughs> And maybe we'll talk if Cooper has any redeemable qualities, perhaps, but...
1: And also, we'll see if Savini definitely kept Barbara as a sniffling pile of goo that she turned into in the 68 version.
0: Well, tell us how you really feel, Jesus.
1: Or if she's a lot stronger in this
0: one. Yeah, so, I mean... And I already like her more in this one than I did in the original for one reason. What? She's a redhead. Well, that's true. She is a redhead, and... She's on her way to the cemetery with her brother. Played by Bill motherfucking Mosley. Bill Mosley. Man, this guy just shows up everywhere, doesn't he?
1: Yep. He showed up in Repo the Genetic Opera. He shows up in Devil's Carnivals 1 and 2. He also showed up in, obviously, any Rob Zombie movie known to man.
0: Do you know he's actually in the original It? Um, the one from the back of the day? The It, minis- it miniseries?
1: Well, I know what *It*. One you're talking about when you said the original, it but yeah,
0: he's one of the adult characters in the second half, so I need to rewatch it because I don't remember seeing it, I don't remember him. It was definitely Bill Mosley, and um, and here he is. And you know, hey, he's a solid older brother, he's driving Barbara to the cemetery because
1: complaining that, uh, that why do we need to see mother? We've already seen her, and she's a bitch.
0: Well, I say he's a good brother, I didn't say he's a good (laughs) son because. (laughs) clearly barbara's like hey listen we're going to see our mom well
1: it kind of sounds like the mother wasn't that good of a mother from the some of the stuff you hear him complaining
0: about at this point we can go ahead and just guess everything in the world seems pretty pretty normal we're not in the midst of a zombie invasion this is pretty much at the very early 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 beginnings of a zombie pandemic because Mm -hmm. these characters are just focused on going to the cemetery they're they're none the wiser of anything suspicious going on. Yeah, with Bill
1: Moseley, honestly, I don't know which one I like better. The brother in the original or Bill Mosley in this? Because Bill Moseley cracks me up, honestly. You can definitely tell. he ha- He's like, okay, I have a short role, I'm going to have fun with it.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. Well... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more fun than saying, "They're coming to get you, Barbara." They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're behind you, Barbara. Maybe he wants a kiss, Barbara. I don't know why, but it's so small. There's something iconic about him saying that. <laughs> that always stays in my head though. "They're coming to get you, Barbara." Well, to be honest, even it's like a weird iconic line for.
1: Almost the movie. every remake of this movie has that as the little subtitle caption on the DVD boxes. Even the 3, even the 2006 remake that did not have a Barbara, still had that as their, still had that on their box. Same with the 2013. Well, that one still had a Barbara in it, but it kind of, but let's not go there.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we're not going to mention these remakes that um, were lesser remakes from the 2000s, probably because of the lack of copyright. Anybody can jump in and make that. Me and you could go outside with a camera and make Night an Living Dead 2021.
1: And I bet you we could still do it better than 2006 and 2013. Easy. Just just
0: me being like, they're coming to get you, Nick. <laughs> no, they're coming to get you, Vic. And then oh, no, they're coming like, to you, not me. <coughs> Best movie ever. <laughs> well, I think Romero, what he's doing in this movie basically is the zombies really are in the background. This movie is really about how do human beings deal with um, having to work together and dangerous times and when things are out of control and there's chaos can humans stick together or do they turn on themselves? There's all those dynamics going on. It's more about the human relationships here. Oh, by the way. And the first thing we see is that Barbara doesn't like her brother Bill. No, but I... I, uh, Wait, is is his brother's name Bill or
1: are we just calling him that? His His name in the movie is Johnny. That's right. But there's something I need to tell you. One of... Your favorite shows, my sir. One of your favorite shows. Wait a minute.
0: Don't do it. Don't tell me. How is this possible? How can this keep happening week after week? What is the connection? Just let's just get it out. Let's go with it so we can move on.
1: Sometime in the next couple of years, there will be an animated remake of Night of the Living Dead. It's called Reanimated.
0: Uh-huh. There is an
1: animated version of Supernatural. <laughs>
0: This guy just wanted to talk about Supernatural randomly in the middle of our podcast. So he brought up not even a connection. I thought fucking Bill Mosley was going to be like a guest star in Supernatural or something. No,
1: not No, there's was. nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with you. <laughs> Your face when I was bringing it up is just hilarious.
0: They do throw us off the cemetery because we see an old man walking towards them who we assume is probably a zombie because he looks like a damn zombie.
1: Yeah, uh, this old man just very creakily walking up, almost like he's drunk.
0: This is great casting. Whoever's casting was like, okay... We need somebody who's not a zombie but would be the closest thing to a zombie without well, actually being one. And this actor, just the way he's walking, the way he's looking, he looks like he's about a 75-year-old drunk guy. But he's not the zombie. Well, to be fair, i started starting to think he
1: may—I honestly think he may have been attacked by the zombie because if you see on his head, there's already blood on him. So I'm thinking he may have gotten nipped on the head so he's turning.
0: Probably. That makes sense. And it probably—he probably got bit by the zombie we're about to see. So. Yeah, the one that just attacked Barbara. And it's almost a jump scare. And I guess it is a jump scare. And yeah. she
1: is obviously not the same Barbara from 68. Because this one is kicking this guy.
0: Yeah, but at this point in the movie, she's definitely still... She's
1: still scared yeah. out of her mind. But unlike the the original barber, the only reason the zombie didn't get her is because, if I remember correctly, it got her brother instead.
0: Yeah. It well, didn't even get to her yet okay well let's talk about poor johnny in this movie because his death is from what I can tell looks painful as a mother trucker
1: yeah so he, Ugh, so he wrestled I with, when I saw this so he wrestles with a zombie to get it off the sister so obviously yeah he, li- he likes his sister don't take it that way you damn perverts um <laughs> hey I mean we're not in West Virginia or Tennessee
0: Bill Moses is an attractive guy.
1: (laughs) So he fights, he wrestles with a zombie, and then he slips and slams his head into a gravestone.
0: I can think of only a few worse things that could happen to a guy, but this has got to be one of the worst things that happened to a dude. So to be honest with you. But actually in the moment, I was like, he might still be alive. To be honest with you. She rolled him off as dead a little bit too quick, I felt like.
1: No, he was probably dead.
0: His neck snapped. Put some Robitussin on
1: Or at the very least, paralyze so he doesn't feel the zombies eating away at
0: him. Listen, buddy, a little bit of Bengay and Robitussin. Eh. He'd be up and walking again in no time.
1: But I will say this. I'd rather that kind of death over being bitten by a zombie. No. Yes, because I don't want to feel... I don't want to know what it feels like having teeth rip into your skin while you're
0: still alive. Yeah, but you're still alive. And not for long. Yeah, you're going to turn one the the undead. <laughs> what, poor Johnny. I mean, I don't want to feel my head... My, crushed in on the concrete either, so. he
1: died instantly I'm sure I mean seriously he, he when he went down he turned into a puppet
0: yeah so on the, <laughs> on the behind the scenes feature they show that they actually did have a, a complete like mannequin head look, to look like Johnny basically so they basically dropped the mannequin on the concrete so there's no cutaway it looks like it looks like an actual but yeah. the problem is that was a good job by Savini
1: I will say that yeah it was if we didn't have the blu-ray and it looked completely fake
0: yeah, but I'd rather that than I would expect in that case in most movies to be a cutaway. But they show him fall onto it, and it just, even though it looks fake, if you zero in, if you zone in on like, hey, that's a dummy, <sighs> it still is like a cringe death, though. Oh. Uh, so now Barbara runs to the car where we get a naked zombie coming for her. Now, this was cool because the zombie, when his clothes dropped, you could see he just had gotten the autopsy. Yeah. So they call him the out, the they call him the autopsy zombie. He's supposed to be fresh off the operating table. He's got like the, the marks and everything.
1: And you can tell they're ripping apart because obviously he's moving around.
0: <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's no build up. You just, from this point forward, you're just all, the situation in, is right there. You're in the dread immediately. And I'm already feeling claustrophobic as she's driving away from the cemetery because now the reality of this zombie infested world is where are you going to go now? So,
1: well, it's her. No fucking where. Cause she slams into a tree.
0: She could have done better. She could have guided herself towards McDonald's, at least had one last set of chicken nuggets. Well,
1: it's not like she was driving. All she did was put the car in neutral and let
0: it go. Yeah, what the hell, man? Well, Johnny took the keys. Ah. Oh, She got, she got a long way for not having <laughs> actual driving there. So. Yeah, so... Okay, she, but she could have turned the wheel towards McDonald's and maybe would have gone there.
1: Yeah, but the, so <laughs> she goes to a farmhouse instead. You know, a McDonald's... Doesn't sound like a half bad place to hold up if you can get the doors locked and you know boarded up so that way there's heavy wood in front instead of just glass.
0: Yeah, and hopefully for once the ice cream machine actually works.
1: <laughs> That's never gonna work. That ah. thing's a zombie on its own. If it does, damn it. That's probably how these pe- how the original people turned into zombies.
0: I think so. That wasn't ice cream and ice cream maker, so.
1: No, it was zombie goo.
0: Hey. hey, we don't know. In this movie, in this movie, you don't become a zombie by getting bitten by a zombie. No. There's some other core thing here. Correct. And it might be zombie goo.
1: It might be... It's definitely zombie goo.
0: But the best explanation is always Return of the Living Dead where there was the acid array, the a military leak, basically. Yeah, but did
1: we even get anything about an acid rain?
0: No. No. This, this movie works better with the idea we don't know why they're hair or how they're hair. We just know they're hair. So Barbara gets to the farmhouse and a fat zombie drops on top of her. <laughs> this was the... Uh, this is called the Uncle Zombie, I think. Yeah,
1: it's uh, Uncle, was it Sedge?
0: Yeah. Siege? And this is a real person just dressed up in makeup. And, and he just dropped right on top of her. He just looks hilarious to me. I don't know.
1: Because it was funny how he just... Wee! <laughs> wee! Now, obviously, it's a good thing she rolled out of the way because had he jumped on top of her, yeah, she'd be zombie chow.
0: I feel like Tommy called his name is Uncle Reed or yeah. something
1: like that. Yeah. Man. Uh, and then we get the biggest cameo in all of movies. Of all,
0: in all of movies? In all of movies. This is uh, quite the... Are you ready for this the cameo? Tony Todd. Tony Todd cameo? Yeah. He's the main character. How's a cameo?
1: Technically, Barbara's the main character. He's the second main character. Which, I gotta say something about this. So, while reading the uh, description of one of the remakes, because there was a 2013 one, Resurrection... It literally stated that the reason this movie worked for the person writing the article is because it did not follow Ben, it followed Barbara. And I'm just like, did you not see 1990? Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but uh, Ben, if, if Barbara wasn't there, you really don't see much of Ben anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, they're co-leads to me. They are the two main characters. Well, they're
1: definitely the two that keeps the movie together, definitely.
0: Yeah, because you, you get two strong performances there. And, um, but good for Barbara because she's freaking out. And the time the time that uh, Ben gets there, it's just the right time to save her from complete insanity because she's clearly going off the rails here.
1: Well, yeah, she's seeing a bunch of zombies just coming out of nowhere. Name, I get, name I get one, it, but get yourself together, girl. Name Come. one soulless person that can survive their brain like that. Their brain's already fucked.
0: I would be traumatized for seven minutes, but nine minutes in, I would start to be like, okay, solutions. How do we get out of this? She's just like, ah! Well,
1: her solution is after, they, after Ben and her kill the two zombies that were in the house, she decides to play golf with the hand.
0: Yes. And that was fucking hilarious. That was good. She's just in there hitting the hand to the fat zombie. So at this point, they have an understanding that, hey... Her car doesn't work. Truck's out of gas. And there's not too many options there, so they decide to hole up in the house. Hole up in the house. Uh, ben starts
1: checking the house for weapons when Barbara screams. Ah! Ben, get down here, quick! And what do we see? The most menacing villain in all of zombies. Cooper. Cooper.
0: This fucking jazz. This, this whole damn time... And there were people in the basement. Yes. This whole damn time. Yes. They heard all that screaming and yelling upstairs. Yes. And they just assumed, hey, those are zombies? No. Well, they're also all cowards. Anyway, so we get to meet... Well, well Cooper tries to say at first, basically, that, hey, we didn't know what was going on here. We didn't know if it was, it was zombies. But then he's quickly corrected by, yeah, yeah, we heard the lady scream. We knew, <laughs> we knew what was going on up here. So we get to meet Cooper, Helen cooper's wife
1: sarah uh, sarah which is cooper and helen's daughter which surprisingly in the cast listing they named her karen not sarah
0: i don't like her My name's karen i don't like her
1: well her name's actually sarah
0: well I don't and like then her. you got the other two tom and judy and tom and judy rightfully technically this is their house because tommy's uncle is the, the fat man so yeah the fat zombie yeah
1: so uh, they uh, proceed to boarding up the house. Ben and Cooper keep fighting because, uh, well, as it, what kids a, these days call it, uh, toxic
0: masculinity. Oh, my God. No. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's an odd power struggle because Ben, when it was just Ben and Barbara, there was a clear uh, hierarchy of who was in charge. It was Ben. Cooper also has a very forceful personality. So now they're at odds because... It's because he's Italian. Um, no, uh, but uh, maybe um, <laughs> No, but maybe I don't know if he's Italian uh, He is Italian why, why Tom Towles is fucking Italian You can tell just by his
1: mannerisms in this movie I thought he was Mexican Right? Um, Racist bastard <laughs> so, Every brown man has to be Mexican Yeah. He could just be a tanned Italian He could be
0: Korean The man needs to make me some pizza We just had pizza, damn it You'd want more?
1: Yeah, but it's not from Cooper, it's from Focelli
0: Yeah, but Cooper sounds like it's probably a pizza place somewhere. (laughs) Um, All right. Stop messing with my point, though. Hold on. Um, No, there's a power struggle going on here between Ben and Cooper. Cooper clearly wants to go in the basement. Ben wants to stay upstairs and board the walls because, from his perspective, he doesn't want to be holed up in a place where he can't get out. They never established. Does the basement have an exit, though? No. Okay, it's a closed-off basement. Yes. Okay. It's completely fucked. And Cooper's a little bit committed the basement because his daughter is sick in the basement
1: yeah his daughter's sick in the basement really can't i mean obviously they can pick her up and move her but it's also uh, potentially safer in the basement than upstairs except who's going to look in the basement for any survivors yep well i think because cooper's whole thing was wait out in the basement for until someone comes to help us which could have been a, de- which could be a decent plan with a, few, but there's obviously hiccups. Every plan that's made in this movie, there's going to be hiccups. You it got three. You pretty much get three with Cooper. When you're stuck in the basement, sure, there's a chance the zombies aren't going to come after you because they, they just don't know you're down there. But how do you know if that person that's upstairs is a zombie, or someone actually there to help you unless you go upstairs every now and then? How are you gonna eat? Because there was no food down there. I doubt you're gonna make that
0: trek upstairs to get something. Right. I think Ben maybe what Ben is clearly thinking is he wants to stay on that first floor, right? But he doesn't want to keep the basement door open, so he has the option to go there if need be. Yes. But he wants that to be the last resort when everything's going to shit and all the zombies take over. Then he wants to go in the basement. So his thing to Cooper is Cooper's like, okay, the basement is ours, and Ben is like leave that door open though because we may have to come down there so i don't think ben's being irrational he's thinking basically okay from our vantage point we can see the zombies coming and then if need be we can go in the basement but yeah i don't know i mean there's always like i said you can always go upstairs and hole up upstairs
1: me personally i would have checked the house a lot more thoroughly than ben did because i would like to see if there was an attic An attic, especially if the attic is one of those pull-downs that you can pull right back up, those would be the safest place, not because the zombies don't know you're there, but because how's the zombie going to get to you? Sure, upstairs also is a little bit bigger of a vantage point because as the zombies are coming, only a few can get through those stairs at a time. So if you have enough rounds, zombies come up, you just shoot them in the head as they're coming upstairs. Is there
0: a way to... Maybe not with the people they have, but go upstairs and somehow destroy the stairs somehow? Maybe make it so the zombies can't get upstairs? Well,
1: the only problem with that is you kind of need the stairs yourself because a lot of the stuff they need is downstairs, obviously, in the kitchen and all that.
0: But I'm thinking the scenario where
1: But they're also you not, have no
0: choice but to go upstairs and you don't want the zombies to follow you upstairs. Well,
1: yeah, but you also want to make... They're also not looking at staying there long term. They're looking at eventually leaving can't do that in a basement can't really do that upstairs you can use the upstairs as a vantage point in case zombies get in again because of the stairs or if you know there's an attic there's a way to get up there and stay there
0: yeah the problem with the basement is like i said yeah the basement is fine for the short term but once the house gets infested with zombies you're stuck what are you doing yeah uh, eventually you're just stuck in the basement you're just dead down there what do you do now um with the attic one thing i'll mention that is that it's not really shown, but one problem with the attic might be how many people can fit in the attic.
1: Now, you probably that, can't take there, the whole group up there. Not only that, but is there a window? Yeah. If there's not a window, then you don't know. Again, you don't know what's going on because if there is, you can at least see out the window and see if there's any zombies roaming around.
0: If there's a window also, maybe you can find a way to get to the roof. Yeah. Because if you get to the roof, you can still jump back down the back and try to run, outrun them. Yeah. So there, there's different scenarios there. I think the attic. My thing is like, I'm I'm guessing probably you just couldn't get the whole group up there in the attic anyway. So you depends have to on say, how big the attic is for one person at the end. It, it makes sense, but, but we, we uh, don't know. We never see. Yeah, but but the typical attic. I'm not I'm not thinking they got like they have what five six people.
1: Yeah, uh, believe the total was seven.
0: Yeah. One, two,
1: three, four, yeah, seven. So also Barbara eventually gets a plan. Because throughout the movie, she's growing as a character. She's actually taking Ben's advice. And they're pretty much using it against him in some scenes.
0: One of those... Because is, she's getting fed up because he seems pretty stuck in his plan. Yeah, so
1: one scene is her telling him, the zombies are slow. We can walk right past them. We don't even need to run.
0: And she keeps coming back to that idea throughout the movie because <laughs> she's pretty set on this idea of like, okay, you guys keep coming up with plans of what to do in the house... But let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, and and as an audience member, me just watching the situation, and you probably felt the same way. Like that starts to become more and more like, yeah, that's probably the way to go
1: until they get too overrun.
0: Yeah, but so the
1: uh, and again, that's the downside with that plan. Is yeah, at the moment when she mentions that, there's only like four zombies in the whole area. Obviously, you can get away, but as you see later in the movie, there's more zombies coming. If you're not careful, not keeping your eyes everywhere on you, you could easily get ambushed. It
0: depends who's running because we see at two different points both her and Ben stuck in in the middle of them and able to fight them off and make the way back of the house. In her case, at one point, actually able to just completely exit the yard. Yep. So one savvy person just being hyper aware can fight off the zombies. they they're not the type of zombies that they don't just swarm you and bite you. These are still like these are the early, the first wave of zombies. Seem to be very just confused, walking slow. They really don't know what their purpose is yet, so they're really not like jumping on anybody and biting them. It seems like right. So, like I don't know. It's it's tricky. They don't know that we do know though. We find out later on, of course, that if you can get past the yard, somewhere in the area, you have those those yep. those uh, those dudes that are like in the truck and stuff. So. <laughs> It's not... When Barbara does get away, she runs in those dudes pretty quickly, so...
1: Yeah. But, uh... So, we find out Sarah's actually bitten on the arm.
0: Yeah. So, so Cooper was always doomed because he can't leave the house because... His daughter. He can't take his daughter anywhere. But what he doesn't realize is his daughter's slowly turning into a zombie. That damn bastard. Now, there's the truck idea. The truck plan we should talk about.
1: Yeah. Truck plan is... Pretty much, they decide... They need fuel for the truck, and then they can all just sit either in the truck or in the bed and just drive away. Yep. Sounds like a logical plan. Yep. Except the gas tank is locked.
0: Damn it. Where's the keys at, man? Where's the keys?
1: In which case, uh, so they think they found the keys with Rich because they found uh, two little keys in his pocket. Makes sense. think they found the keys, so they make this plan. Judy and Tom... Judy knows how to drive a truck because apparently her family's been doing it forever. Tom is obviously there for support and shooting because Tom can actually shoot.
0: But Ben's gonna go also.
1: Ben's going mainly. I think what Ben was doing is as a distraction.
0: Okay, my my thing is yes. How many people did they need to go to do this? To be honest, really two. Because whoever's driving the truck should be the one person to. Go get the gas, I feel like.
1: Yeah, while another one with the gun there to defend in case it's needed.
0: But then you also have Ben being the distraction.
1: Right, which keeps most of the zombies away, but obviously not all of them were going to fall for it.
0: But Judy didn't have to go because...
1: Judy was the one that drives trucks. Yeah, but... So she needed to go. She's a driver.
0: She said that, but they made the plan already without her in the first place. It's not like Tommy can't drive...
1: It's mainly so that way they have an extra pair of hands because if Tommy drives and Ben was the distraction, what if the zombies got to Tommy? He doesn't have the time to get to the gun. Whereas if Judy drives, Tommy keeps a hold of the gun while Judy does everything else.
0: I guess at the outset it sounds fine, but when this plan goes to shit, then it just feels like everybody died for no reason. (laughs) Well, that's that's because Tom (laughs) decides... Well, no, no. First of all, the first thing is Judy has such a good driver can't hear Tom be like, Go back for Ben! We lost Ben! We lost Ben! We lost Ben! We lost ben. And Juge is like, na 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 na. She's playing her her Dixie Chicks music in the front seat, so paying no attention. Well, Ben all... be, meanwhile is flowing off the truck.
1: Well, again, and with him being a distraction, fuck it. Let him, let him be the distraction. That's
0: why I don't... mean at this point. That's what what do not... you think
1: Ben cares about? Do you think Ben wants you to come back for him or get the gas? Me, come, personally. Come back for him. <laughs> no, I'd rather you get the gas, because if I can keep away from the zombies long enough, you can get the gas, come back, then get me, because the truck is so low on gas, it already hardly starts.
0: So, it, to be fair, yes, there's holes in the plan, but the plan would have actually worked if they had the right keys. Yeah.
1: Because so everything
0: worked smoothly at that point. Yeah, because unfortunately, they had the wrong keys, and then Tom panicked. Now, listen, there's different levels of panic. There's, oh, my God, these are the wrong keys. Let's go back and find the right keys. Maybe that's a reasonable level of panic. And then there's another level of panic, which is, oh, my God, these are the wrong keys. Shoot the lock. Shoot the lock. <laughs> at, at, the, at the gas pump. At the gas pump. Tommy, my man. With a fire stick, a torch, in the back of the truck. You know, Tommy, I feel like I understand that they built you up as maybe not the smartest guy in the room. But for but, a hunter, I'm pretty sure he should be smarter than that. I reacted how how Ben did. Ben's sitting down the hill, <laughs> like just watching, hoping that this is going right. Then he sees He them? says, he says, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> he sees Tommy shoot it. And boom. And Ben's look is just like, Really? <laughs> he's so mad because you just see the truck blow up and you're like Oh, he's so mad he just punch he
1: just starts wailing on like two zombies that come at him. <laughs> Cause he gets it, on top of one and just starts hitting them
0: in the face like, fuck you, mother. That's because this whole truck plan was his baby. <laughs> and now it's been destroyed and ruined. And so Ben uh, gets. Ben, like I said, to support the idea that you could run past them. Ben has no reason to, like, be able to make it back to the house, but he just fights them off and gets back to the house. And Cooper
1: attacks Barbara for the gun.
0: It's really weird here because Cooper earlier. When Tommy was asking for help, he helped Tommy, to um, or he pushed the gun towards him, I guess. Um, oh no, he pushed the gun. It was for
1: the nails and wrench.
0: Yes, yes. So he, he was a little bit helpful there, right? But at the end here, he starts to kind of lose it a little bit, and you're right. He takes the gun from Barbara. Ben gets there, and Ben is when Ben gets there, he notices that Cooper is like has the gun. He's looking behind him, like he's just as worried about Cooper as he is the zombies coming in mm-hmm. at this point. I think. Ben and Cooper still could have worked together here. The problem is, Cooper's daughter becomes who, a zombie. Who, in the basement, kills the mom in the only real zombie, zombie kill. death scene.
1: Yeah, she, she rips the mom's pearls out and noms on her neck.
0: Which, and the daughter does look pretty ferocious.
1: Yeah, which I'm just wondering just one small detail. It's a zombie movie. Yes. Zombies eat people. Yes. You're telling me that the only scar this woman had on her. It was on the neck. You, what, the the daughter didn't decide to keep k- eating the mom until the mom came to life? She just took one bite and that was it?
0: It's tricky because I, again, I got my own um, canon here basically about this. I feel like literally, okay, I feel like my Dawn of the Dead, right? We're seeing like the fifth wave. I'm going to call them waves basically. I feel like this is the first set of undead zombies. And I feel like it's some weird way they evolve over time. That's why these ones, they don't run. They don't really swarm together and attack people. I don't think they eat full bodies even. So it's kind of like... Um,
1: what, what are you talking about? What, what would you see eating fucking Tom's burnt charred body?
0: Some of them eat Well, that's because they like Cajun food. So, But without the presence of Cajun, well-cooked. So, cooked, so I don't uh,
1: think One it. thing I want to mention in the 2006 remake. Tom and Judy do not die in a blow-up. They do die by being eaten by zombies. What happens is they're going for that truck plan still. However, they stop to have sex. Oh, wow! Oh, okay. Yeah, in the middle of the zombies. Mm-hmm. The zombies just coming for the truck, and they stop to have sex. And Tom gets pulled out of the truck, and you know you all you hear is his screams, with blood shooting everywhere. Her in the truck screaming. Then a zombie breaks through the back of the truck, pulls her out. By the way, she's naked, so you see titties flying everywhere. Wow. The zombie bites her once, lets her go, and then again tries to get in. It's like, dude, you already got in. Get back in.
0: <laughs> the more you describe this 2006 remix, the the more you describe this, the less I want to see it. Now ben, ben gets a gun because a cop zombie falls in. So both Ben and Barbara get a gun. Now it's an old-fashioned shootout coming between Ben and Cooper because Cooper's daughter comes up. And Barbara shoots Cooper's daughter. Well, Ben is like telling Cooper... Shooter, shooter, Cooper. It's not your daughter. He's like, I can't. It's my daughter. But at this point, it's clearly a zombie daughter. Yeah, zombie daughter.
1: But it completely ignores him and goes for her. So I'm guessing the zombie daughter did not like the mother as much as she likes the father.
0: Yes, agree. Um, She chose which custody. Who she chose who she wanted to have custody. Yes. Of her zombie body. Yes. Um, So uh, Ben and Cooper shoot each other.
1: And, unfortunately for Ben, uh, he ends up bleeding out.
0: This is one time where Ben lost his mind a little bit because he keeps shooting at Cooper, even when Cooper goes upstairs, forcing Cooper to shoot back and shoots him a second time. It's like, all right, Ben, you shot him, he went upstairs. You're too invested in it. Like him and the downfall of Cooper and Ben are that they they get way too into their personal rivalry, rivalry with each other. They really don't like each other. They really want to both be in charge and Barbara's in the middle being like you two clowns are acting like children so anyways but that's so Barbara then uh, decides
1: I'm getting out of here because this isn't going to work we're about to be invaded and Ben's like I can't go
0: you gotta go I'm too hurt
1: yep so he gets himself in the basement locks it listens to a radio broadcast and he's just telling they got that right they got that right too
0: but the irony of all ironies what does he find down there in the basement the gas pump key. Ah, oh, If Cooper would have just listened earlier yep, and looked around and helped, they would have had the keys. Yep. And Cooper
1: also miraculously finds
0: an attic. A damn attic. The At the last second, perfect size for him to crawl up in there and Cooper might just survive the night.
1: Yep. So Barbara then walks through the zombie. She doesn't run, by the way. She just walks through the zombie horde. In which case she runs into some rednecks. Yes. One of them obviously likes what he sees. Yes. And as she's going through their camp, uh, she explains to them about the farmhouse. Cause they go and says there may be survivors there. So they go to the farmhouse looking for survivors and then we see Ben unfortunately succumbed to his wounds and is a zombie.
0: But you made the point that basically that he didn't get bitten by a zombie though because Nobody was. Nobody had come into that basement door. That door had to be sawed off. It was still locked up. Yes. So he just died, blood out from his gunshot wounds, and became a zombie that way.
1: Yeah, because unfortunately, they did mention in this movie the recently dead come back to life. They didn't say exactly how that the dead have to come back. So, and obviously the virus, this outbreak had to start somehow. So it's clearly, if you look at it this way, it's a virus that every human apparently has now. Yes, and unfortunately now I sound like I've watched The Walking Dead, which, yes, I have. Um, so. But the walking, but the real question is, what came first? I'm pretty sure this movie, the '68 version, came first.
0: I'll have to look. I'll have to look that up to confirm.
1: So. Yeah, but t- I guess technically the '90 <laughs> version came first before the comic. Yes, because the real question is, because if the comic came first and the com- and that is released in the comic very early on. Then Savini yeah. may have grabbed it from the comic because in the earlier movie, you don't see any of these characters turn into zombies from a death shot. Yes. Then true. again, none of these characters turned into zombies technically, except for the little girl, but she was bitten.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so we had that twist because the, the original, of course. Ben is not a zombie, but they mistake him for a zombie and shoot him.
1: Allegedly. There, there is talks that they shot him
0: because they knew he was black. There's, you have that, that racism undertone, which made a lot of sense. In this movie, though, our twist is that Cooper's still alive. Yep. And he goes, Barbara, you came back. Yeah, <laughs> She doesn't take long to think about the idea that she wants to kill him. As she shoots and him
1: the two guys that found her just comes up, just nonchalant, looks at the dead body, and she goes, bury that, burn that one, too. And they just look at him like.
0: I think they know, though. They look like, <laughs> they look like. Nah, that's, uh, a, that's a human being for sure but there's oh like, yeah they knew they like, literally
1: yeah. they just came in looked down at him, and they even got that questioning eye it's just like, she goes burn this one too and cause like, they've
0: seen a bunch of zombies now they see like a human body basically <laughs> so they, they you, you can tell the difference so there's like and they just heard a gunshot cause
1: it's not like she has a silencer on that damn thing
0: now if this is a comedy I, I would have had her walk out the scene all badass and then one of them's was like Call 911. (laughs) She's going down for murder. (laughs) That would have been a fun end.
1: Like I said, these two rednecks actually still did something funny. They just looked at the body, watched her walk away, looked back at the body and went, we're not messing with her. You can tell by their face. It's just like, "Eh,
0: eh." (laughs) uh-uh. I think when she walks to the house, too, and she kind of looks around and sees all the human beings and stuff and everything going on and the burning bodies and all that, I think the message is that, woo. The human beings are going to be the problem here, not the zombies.
1: And, of course, when you see Ben, he does, he does jump in the face of one of the rednecks, but he doesn't attack them outright, which tells me he still has uh, his humanity, especially when he looks at Barbara and you just see a smile like, oh, you did come back for me.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, they shoot him in the head right then. So.
1: Well, to be fair, <laughs> that was the only thing that was going to happen. That was the only thing that could happen at that point. I mean, we Something to... tells me Barbara was probably the one to shoot him.
0: <laughs> yeah, at certain point, zombie instinct was going to take over, but at this point, he was still probably 30% Ben, 70% zombie.
1: Yeah, because, so. again, he looked right at her and just smiled. It was just like, oh, that's uh, that's heartwarming. And then something tells me Barbara was the one to shot him because we don't see who shoots him. We just see three bullets go into his face.
0: I think someone else shot him because they do cut to kind of a reaction shot of her mm. and she still looks kind of stunned by it. Nah. I think seeing him get shot is why she then is like, sees Cooper and is like, you don't get to make it out of this. <laughs> Not if I just saw what happened to Ben. All right, so categories.
1: Best performance.
0: I gotta say this this there's very few few there's very few movies where you have two strong performances in competition with each other, as this one does. But I gotta be honest, as much as I love Candyman, I'm leaning towards uh what Tillman? But, uh, Patricia Tallman. Patricia Tallman, I'm leaning towards her because she had more of a story arc. Yeah, if her character stayed how she was in the first ten minutes, I wasn't gonna like her character. Mm. But the fact that she wises up and becomes tougher as it goes by the end of the movie I'm all on board with her I, I, I would like to follow her character going forward to see what she does for the she rest probably of her. got eaten yeah I figured she, the next day she probably did but, <laughs> but I don't know I mean I, she's basically like at the end she's pretty much now become a quality final girl Sigourney Weaver Heather camp she's in that mold by the end of this so yeah so um, but I mean obviously still much props to Tony Todd also who's so, amazing as well the
1: only reason I'm not giving it to Tony Todd is because it's too easy I'm sorry. Any movie with Tony Todd, it's going to be too easy because you have to. So, if you want it to make it not easy, take him out. So I'm going. So I have to go with Patricia Tallman as well. She's definitely the one that needed to be the way she was in order for this movie to work. Had she been the original Barbara from the original movie, I don't know if I would like this one as much as the original.
0: No, that her character arc makes this way more worthwhile than.
1: And that is one thing I do see the writers and Savini definitely excelled in over the original, is this character itself.
0: Alright, worst performance. Worst performance.
1: Uh, So really, there really wasn't any worst performance, but I'm giving it to Judy, because she's pretty much the Barbara of this movie. Uh, Every time the zombies came, she just started screaming and gave me a headache.
0: Yeah, all of her lines, she screamed.
1: Yeah, so... To be honest, I'm giving I'm giving it to Judy for this one.
0: I'm with that. I was thinking either Judy or the mom.
1: Now the mom, I I could believe her as the mom, but Judy she
0: seemed very um the opposite of Judy screaming. Everything she did was like just like a crying, sad. I guess I get it though. I mean,
1: I mean, she also had more strength than her own husband though. Like when they when she heard the plan about the gas pump. She, instead of listening to her husband, ran straight upstairs and started looking for those keys. So I... That's why I wouldn't choose Helen.
0: It's a tough one because it is one of those things where it's like...
1: All the actors did their job and did it correctly.
0: Nobody stands out in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very small cast, but every character is pretty pivotal. Um... Maybe Bill Mosley. I mean. Why, <laughs> no, no. why would you choose Bill Mosley? No, fuck yourself. I'm just playing. Okay. I know he's your favorite actor. So, so. best scene. Ooh.
1: That's a hard one. There's pretty good amount. But, honestly, I'm going to have to give it to that ending scene of Ben getting into the basement itself. It's, de- it's definitely a form of dread that this movie, you thought this movie already gave you, but then gave you more because you understand the realization that Ben's definitely not making it through this, that he is dead. He knows he's dead and he's pretty much laughing it off. Cause he could, cause then they finds out he could have, his plan could have worked all along.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm thinking about it. And even though I didn't agree with what happened with the characters and what they did, their actions, the whole sequence of them getting in the truck, going to the gas pump, that was like an exciting sequence. So I did like that scene a lot because just seeing how it played out, basically. And then when the damn thing explodes, I was pretty shocked. So So I'm going to go with that whole sequence of them. How are you shocked? I mean, seriously, what were you doing, Tom? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I was shocked that they would do that. So, so. Worst scene for me is Vic's best scene. Fucking Tom shooting the goddamn gas pump. I mean, to me, it was suspenseful. I wanted to see what happened, but I get it. I mean, it's... Disagreeing with how the characters act, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> oh, me for me, worst scene though. Um, I don't know if I have a worst scene, man. It's like maybe the scene with the daughter biting the mom, it felt kind of out of place. I don't know. Well,
1: not only that, but also you're telling me this mom, knowing full well what's about to happen, doesn't push her away. The mom, the zombies don't have a whole
0: lot of strength to them at the moment.
1: Explored more, so to be honest. It would have to be how this all got started.
0: It's funny because maybe that would be at the expense of... The mystery behind it. And just the fact that it starts right in the action. But what you could do maybe is like have a bigger newscast in the middle on the television to where you get more of an explanation.
1: Instead of uh, what we get because fucking Cooper decides to take it into the basement. He's like drops it. Yeah, and drops it because Ben sees
0: him. Maybe that's we're seeing them fighting over the TV. It's so ridiculous. You well, keep that TV up here! Well, what's
1: bad is, Cooper had a point, but at the same time, you could tell by Cooper's faces and actions, yeah, he was taking that motherfucker downstairs. Okay.
0: Alright. What mm-hmm. would
1: you like to change, honestly? Nothing. Movies on, is pretty damn good as it is. If it's, you change anything about it, yeah. it's going to change the story, and even the slightest way could change it for the worse.
0: There's no filler here. Everything's tightly paced, and it's like, yeah, I mean, you really can't change a thing without having, like, changing a lot, because right. every single thing is, like, pretty pretty pivotal, I guess.
1: And So, as for final thoughts, me personally, I liked all the characters, even Cooper, because, again, he technically did his job. He's is, a solid villain. He's a solid villain. You got the zombies, which some of the makeup of the close-up ones are amazing because you can actually see the Ewe and goose and pus and all this other shit that makes them just disgusting to look at. And also you got the uh, situation itself, being trapped in a farmhouse, with, especially with two people like Ben and Cooper are constantly going at it, You'd nev- you don't feel any kind of security at all throughout the whole thing, especially just slowly watching how many zombies come up to the door. just makes it even worse. Even So overall, and also the score of it, yeah, there wasn't much, but they only added just enough to add that discomfort for, that the situation would have given you anyway.
0: And this movie works better without a score because with a score, you kind of like the the effectiveness of, like, not having music. It it might take away from the claustrophobia if you had music.
1: Oh, yeah. So, overall, I have to give this movie actually... It's going to be a three because without... Because a lot of people, especially a lot of zombie fans, really aren't going to like this movie because there's not a whole lot of zombie violence. Zombies are really in the background of this movie, the whole story is taking place in the house of what the survivors are trying to go through how they're processing the situation yes not the situation itself so overall it's a solid remake it's actually a remake that could be classified as better than the original i wouldn't know because i do need to rewatch 68 i haven't watched 68 in probably five years now ditto so i'm gonna have to give this movie a solid three out of four is definitely a good watch not a fun movie but is definitely pivotal for the zombie genre as a whole
0: yeah i agree with most of your thoughts i'm gonna go ahead and give it a three also for me it's uh, one of the better zombie movies uh it's in that upper echelon um i do like it better than the first one even though i think the first one because it came out in 1968 is so groundbreaking for its time but yeah i think this movie you don't lose anything from the original and you get Probably better probably better acting, better effects. Yeah, better plot points. I don't so. know. Dwayne
1: Jones... Yeah, Tony Todd did an amazing job, but Dwayne Jones did a pretty good job, too.
0: Oh, yeah. no, The acting's still good in the first one, but I think maybe it might even be superior here, though. Um, so, yeah. And the movie, you know what? It's funny. Even though it's not a fun movie, I gotta say, this movie has a lot of rewatchability. I can turn this movie on once a year, even knowing what's gonna happen, because the character interactions are so fun. And it is really more of a character movie. Romero's whole thing was just, the zombies are gonna be the background. You're not really supposed to focus on the zombies. This is more about human beings and the psychology of how people act under pressure and under stress. So it's more about how the humans interacted with each other. Can they get along long enough to actually execute a plan and find the right keys, which they don't. So I'm gonna go three stars also. And um, we definitely gotta do some more zombie movies in the future, not zombie TV shows. And definitely not those Night of the Living Dead remakes you're talking about from the 2000s.
1: Oh, don't worry. I'm sure if we ever get the fans, they'll probably ask for them. But at the end of the day, I'm still not a big fan of zombie movies, but this one's still a pretty good one. So you all take care. Have a good night. And remember, when
0: when you're watching a movie with an Italian, make sure you're eating some pizza. Ignore that last part because that didn't make any sense.
1: How did it not make it? You do
0: know where pizza came from, right? Oh, my God. Yes, folks, have a good night. And remember, if you're going to the cemetery, do not take Bill Mosley with you. Because he will probably diss your mother. And then fall clumsily on a block of concrete. and After them. saying, they're
1: coming to get you, you know? Barbara. After, you know, talking about her sex life. Inappropriate for Bill Mosley. Especially since that was his sister he was talking to. Anyway, you have a good night, and remember, if you see people shambling up to you, I don't mean walking, I mean shambling, don't go up to them. They may be drunk, but they also may try to take a bite out of your neck.